Monday. And we are the Stakes Cast. And we're going to be talking about one of the all-time classics of board games this week, Ticket to Ride. All-time classic, and that classic the past, like, 20 years, right? It's no Monopoly. Well, were there actually games before 1995? Did they exist? I don't know, did they? I was, like, three. My name's Jonathan. And I'm Emily. So Ticket to Ride is one of those board games that people might actually have heard of when they show up at Snakes and Lattes. Like if somebody comes in and you ask them, uh, so what games have you played before? It's not that uncommon that they'll mention Ticket to Ride. No, definitely not. It happens. It's, it's, it's hugely popular. It's sold, it sells a million copies a year. It's uh, A few years back, it overtook Catan as the biggest selling sort of hobby game. Like ever or just that year? Uh, just year by year. Oh, okay. You know, the, the, the one that sells the most copies mm-hmm. at, you know, Kmart and Walmart and Toys R Us and this sort of thing. What a lovely world we live in that, like, Walmart sells board games. Well, you like know. real board games. It's, 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 it's nice trains. to have something more than just... With trains. Pretty beautiful trains. But here's the thing. Uh, the Snakes Cast is that podcast for folks who aren't really so much into games. So there's every possibility that you, dear audience, have never heard of this game. You may have heard of the Beatles song. But it's not quite the same thing. So let's introduce them to Ticket to Ride. Uh, it's a game about trains. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of trains. You get like little packs of like 24 trains? 45. 45. Each gets Jesus, 45 not even close. There, there's wrong with so me? many of them. Because this, this bag, you have to so dump it up in front of you. many tiny little trains. I've got my little red trains and you've got your little blue trains and we've got a great big board. Uh, the big board's a map. So beyond just trains, uh, Ticket to Ride is a game about building trains across a country and uh, the original set is the states and canada and parts of canada it's like toronto montreal calgary to st marie Vancouver. Saint Marie. Yes, yeah, Saint Marie is totally on the board. That's so. That's such a strange choice. Well, at the time, it was actually kind of an industrial hub. The idea is it's supposed to take place around like 1910, 1912 thereabouts. Okay. So you know, Duluth is actually on the map, which it. Most modern games probably wouldn't be there, but at the time, Duluth is massive. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you're trying to build little series of trains connected on these tracks that are connecting cities to get points. And you do that by collecting cards that come in all these different colors, which match the colors of the tracks on the board that connect the cities together. So one track would have, let's say, like four blue cards between one city and another. That means you need to play four blue cards all at once on your turn and put four little trains on that route. Put them up there. There we go. My trains. That route belongs to me now. Nobody else can have it. And you can't lose these routes either. This is uh, unlike in some other games. Once you've actually built a route and ticket to ride, it's just yours. Yeah, it's there forever. You also have these secret missions with these ticket cards. And every ticket card has a number on it that tells you how many points it's worth. And it's got the names of two cities on it that you're going to try and connect together, like Toronto and Chicago or something like that. So if you get to the end of the game and you can connect Toronto and Chicago together using your little plastic trains, you get the bonus points on the card. However, if you fail, you lose them. Which is brutal. Well, it's actually not that bad. I mean, I think most people are a little bit too timid with their tickets and tickets to ride. It's actually brutal. No, it does does feel bad. I mean, psychologically, losing an equal amount of points feels worse than than not gaining an equal number of Mm -hmm. points. It's 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 a way to score extra points, but you don't want to get too greedy with them. You don't want to grab too many of these ticket cards because you probably won't be able to fill all of them. 
So Ticket to Ride occupies a particular sort of position in the world of modern games. It's kind of thought of as being the gateway game. You know, the one if you're going to introduce your grandparents or your grandkids or somebody who's never played anything other than Monopoly or Clue to the world of modern games, Ticket to Ride is kind of supposed to be the place where you start. And we see that happening a lot at the cafe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great introductory board game for people because, like we just explained to you in a minute and a half over the internet, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's all it really takes. It's super straightforward. There's really very little room for error or confusion. The turns go really quickly, too. That's the thing, super quickly. And what's good about it, too, is that there's there are very few decisions to make. And I find that that's something that can sometimes overwhelm people. You know, mm-hmm. if there's too many choices, then you sort of, like, freeze and you don't know what to do. But in Ticket to Ride, you either pick up cards, you pick up tickets, or you build your trains. And that's it. That's it, every turn. And you almost never pick up new tickets. It's a very rare choice. Mm -hmm. So usually it's just two options. You either pick up some cards or you put down some cards to build a route. And although you could build any route on the map, the fact that you've got those tickets kind of provides you with the direction for departure. Mm -hmm. It's like, I want to build a line going out of Toronto because I've got these tickets that pass through Toronto. So let's see, there's a white route going out there and there's a couple of white cards. I guess I'll take the white cards. Mm -hmm. Might as well. And uh, that that really helps to sort of constrain the decision space and make it a bit more accessible mm-hmm. for new players. And the other thing, too, is that some of those routes are worth a lot more points than others. The big routes that cost a lot of cards, it's like some of the routes are huge, like six trains long, and you need six cards to do that. They're worth 15 points, mm-hmm. which is massive. The little routes with only one, they're just worth one point. And the moral of that story is whatever color card you got, get more of those. Yes, definitely. Got, got orange cards? Get more orange cards. Yeah, the little one router, the one train routes won't get you anywhere. <laughs> they, they might give you that final little step to finish one of your tickets, but mostly, though, it's about trying to get the big ones. Mm-hmm. So other things about this game that make it work for new players. Uh, there's the playtime. Nice and short. About, what, uh, 45 minutes thereabouts? Yeah, no more than that. It's, it might go about an hour if you're playing for the first time because people are getting used to it. But uh, even that's pretty manageable for most mm-hmm. folks. Um, the brightly colored plastic trains. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's not a ton of being mean to the other players, I think. Yeah, it's a very like independent sort of game. Really, the only thing you could possibly do to you know make another player's life difficult is build a train where they wanted to build a train. <laughs> and it's one of those things that you don't really know where anybody wants to build trains. You know, exactly. you can you can sort of guess like if someone's like, you know, building like a route that's like in a very straight line going that way, you can maybe logically assume that they're gonna trying to build a ticket from those two cities mm-hmm. and then maybe if you put a thing there, blah blah blah. But really you'd never know for sure. So you can guess if you're feeling spiteful or sometimes <laughs> it just happens by accident, you know? Sometimes people just build that put that train where you want to put your train and it sucks, but you know those life. Ticket to Ride has a capacity to produce moments like that completely by accident, where somebody needed to build somewhere else, and somebody builds on that spot. Why did you do that? Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it creates these memorable moments. And uh, the fact that you can do that just completely by accident, stumbling onto them, mm-hmm. um, makes it really accessible and sort of introduces people into the idea of games with weird dramatic reversals that just happen and you don't have to engineer them you don't have to be you know particularly clever or knowledgeable or experienced with a certain thing to create those kinds of moments Mm -hmm. another great thing about Ticket to Ride 
is it's got this bonus card that you can get at the end of the game called oh, right. the longest route. And again, this like road. Catan, longest road. You know, if you've got the longest uninterrupted train um, row of trains, then you get bonus points, and that's great because it's it can be kind of like. You know, if your ticket gets screwed by another player, you know, if, like, somebody builds a train exactly where you need to build your train, you know, you can start building in the other direction, and you might still be able to get a good chunk of points for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a nice little, like, consolation prize. And sometimes that consolation prize can swing the difference. I mean, oh, 100%. 10 is a lot of points. That lot can be the points. difference between winning and losing. So, with all of this going in Ticket to Ride's favor, you might imagine that it would be one of our favorite games, might you? So, see you on Wednesday? Thank you.